Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Come through, Queen. I wanna see ya. Come through, Queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through, Queen. Hi, Brendan. Hey, Dan. So, we had so much fun last week with Jess. We're yeah. like, we got to get someone back in the studio. We another, need another friend. Another returner. And what better returner is there than Evan Ross Katz? Welcome back, Evan. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Uh, we're not going to tell you to shut up, even though that is the titular podcast name. Shut up, Evan. We also have Drop Your Buffs, which a lot of fun stuff is going on there with and just like that, recaps going on. It's true. Uh, and it started as a Survivor recap podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Which we can pack like, to that one day. <laughs> which, is, which is strangely relevant to us this week. Mm. I know. Uh, so this week we have the return of Big Brother. And this is like a Big Brother light podcast. Like we talk about it when we want to. Yeah. I feel like the past two summers we've talked about it a little more just because they were such important seasons to the show with yeah. the cookout and then Taylor. Yeah. I mean, the big brother is definitely the type of show where like, if it's a bad season, I'll just drop it. Like yeah. there's no skin off my back. Um, Evan, where are you with big brother? I've been a fan for like, I've watched probably the last 10 seasons and then I've <laughs> retroactively like watched season six and like some of like sure. the big seasons. Yeah. My issue with big brother is I feel like 
I wish that they would go back after a season is complete mm. and release like an edited cut mm-hmm. that takes out all of like the ancillary unnecessary Ooh. bits because it's a really hard show to rewatch. To binge, yeah. yeah. Whereas like with Survivor, I can always be like, tell someone, oh, mm-hmm. watch this season of Survivor, you'll love it. And it's, you know, 15 tightly edited episodes. There's just so much Big Brother that it's asking a lot of a person to get into it. But... I'm back on the. I'm back on board, and we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, the premiere, like to your point, is just so poorly produced, Ugh. like garbage. Like four of you, go walk in the house, and then they like walk in, like confused, like looking for the back door. I mean, that's why the celebrity one, the U.S. celebrity one, was better because mm. the premiere was actually an edited episode. Yeah. So it was actually really fun to watch this past season when it was like Cynthia and Carson playing like the welcome wagon. Like, who's next? Who's next? That was fun. Yeah. So the big the big news this year is first we knew Suri of Survivor Fame's son was cast on this show. And that was like a big deal in and of itself. Totally. And then there were like rumors that lasted maybe up to 24 hours before the premieres aired. Yeah. That like Suri might be joining. And lo and behold, we have the legend herself. Now... Brendan and I only really know her from Traders. Fake fans. Which you, like, as we read the Traders cast, like, you were the one who told us, like, this is important. Yeah. So, for those uh, who might be listening who did not watch Traders, don't know Survivor, sell us on Surrey. But this is really interesting to me because I have to imagine there are going to be a lot of viewers that are either new to Big Brother altogether yeah. or are Big Brother fans that don't watch Survivor. So I actually do think that like you guys are not in the minority here. A lot yeah. of people yeah. are going to be meeting Suri. And what's interesting is they're likely going to hear from the faction of the fandom like me, mm-hmm. oh my God, the legendary yeah. Suri, which like I don't want to oversell it. I will say I would put her distinctly in the top 10 of all time okay. or maybe in the top five. She's played the game four times. Wow. Three of those four times were like, she was running things, Mm -hmm. which is, it's rare to be on Survivor that many times to begin with, but also to have that many seasons that you really are a focal point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, It's rare. Um, She, I think immediately, I mean, there's some clips going around right now um, from Mm. the live feeds that sort of, you know, underline uh, what I'm going to say here, but it's just like, Suri is a master of social game. Yeah. She's, just so endearing Mm -hmm. and incredibly smart, able to connect with lots of people from lots of different walks of life in a real genuine way. And there's just a je ne sais quoi about Suri Fields. The Mm. camera likes her. It's comforting when she is on the screen. There's a reason why Survivor keeps bringing her back. I will just say that it's funny because... Her last season of Survivor was season 34. Mm. Uh, we're about to amp up season 45 wow. of Survivor. So it's been a minute yeah. since she's sort of been in the canon. We do two a year? We do two a year. Okay, so then <laughs> it's been like oh, like six years? Yeah, because there was we took some time oh. off for COVID. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. like about that. But oh. like she's sort of been like an out of mind, out of sight person within the Survivor verse, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Okay. And then this year it began with Snake in the, Snake in the Grass, which mm-hmm. she appeared on. And then she jumped over to the traders, won the traders. Yes. And now this, so like they're definitely, like we are living in a surrealist. What I hope, 
as we approach season 50 mm. of Survivor, Ooh. which on Drop Your Buffs, we are calling the legend season. Sure. Mm. The hope is that Suri will pick up the win on Big Brother <gasps> and jump over to the legends and finally clinch her first Survivor victory. Okay, yes. so you, you watch Traders, you watch a number of Big Brother seasons, and obviously a Survivor expert at this point. Would you say like Big Brother, the social game is more important than Survivor? Or not because to me it feels like they 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 bill it as like the social game more than survivors like the competition yeah all this stuff. What's funny though is like I feel like Big Brother has a lot more competitions okay that, that are a part of it. I think the biggest difference that will be interesting to see is that in Survivor you can go on an immunity run and just mm. keep winning. And with Big Brother, once you win HOH, you are ineligible the following week to become the HOH. Yeah. So that will be an interesting component to the game that is very different than Survivor. And then also Survivor, when Suri first played, was a 39-day game. And now it's a 26-day game. This season of Big Brother is 100 days. Yeah. So I also just think this is very new to Suri in terms of the uh, <laughs> the length of time she's going to spend playing the game. Was she good at challenges? She wasn't bad. She okay. wasn't good. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, who else are you excited about on this season of Big Brother? Anyone? I feel like I don't really know them yet. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to say. But I do think we have like an interesting cast of characters. I yeah. feel like people are memorable to me. Yeah. Namely, Izzy, our fellow Brooklynite, <laughs> the flautist. <laughs> right? Absolutely. <laughs> it's interesting because I feel like when you meet them on the first episode they lean into their archetypes yeah. very heavily. Yeah, like yeah. the, they lean into the things that they got cast for. So I kind of need like a week or two once sure. they relax into like actually presenting as who they are versus like who CBS wanted them yeah. to present yeah. as. Yeah. But yeah, I mean like if we're judging a book by its cover, I have a good feeling about this bunch. Yeah. Mm. And then do you ever watch live feeds? I do. Okay. Oh, interesting. Well, don't you feel like, cause I feel like Twitter has really changed the game with live feeds because they're able to like procure and curate yes, what sure. you need to see. Cause I remember back in the day, oh. live feeds was kind of like you check in and you, you saw what you saw. And there was maybe a blog that would like write yes. about it. Oh yes. yeah. Joker's updates. Like I was reading Joker's updates back when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah. And then like, I follow all those big brother accounts on Twitter and it's so funny like about a week ago they all started to perk up, up again. That's <laughs> <laughs> like the, the totally. cacadas like yeah. coming up from the ground every summer. It's true it's like for people that don't know like and this is something that separates Big Brother and Survivor because like mm. obviously Survivor has a huge fandom but the Big Brother fandom I mean, I think it supersedes Drag Race even. I mean, Ooh. they are loud. They are hilarious. Yeah. Yes. Like, Big Brother fans, I, part of my interest in watching the show surround, is, like, surrounded by the fact that, like, I just want to be in the mix of the conversation yeah. of Big Brother because it's so entertaining. Like, the memes, the, the clips that people pick out, dragging the people that need drag. Yeah. It's fun. Speaking of that, actually... It, that's already come into the game this year. Apparently, Izzy, our fellow mm. Brooklynite, was okay. talking about targeting Sari, and she's <gasps> like, "If we target Sari and kick her out early, like Twitter's going to be so pissed off at us. It's almost <laughs> not worth doing it." Yeah, I did have that thought though, where I, I think Sari is good for quite a while, yeah, because um, I think that they actually will recognize that. But there's a, a famous season of Survivor, season 21, excuse mm -hmm. me, season 22. Okay. 
And they brought back two of like the most famous players ever. And they separated them into two tribes and like, we're like, let's see what happens. And in the third episode, the one tribe votes off like this incredibly famous player. Mm -hmm. And it just basically from there, it ended up being a terrible season, if not one of the worst. Right. So I feel like the worst case scenario for big brother from a production perspective is having this huge twist of like bringing Sri back and then having her go right away. But I will say right now we have 17 house guests. Something tells me that we are not a fully formed cast just yet. I heard there were 18 beds in the house. Oh, I heard 20. Okay. I mean the fact that, but again, it's like you, it's like you could hear it's like, you know, we're doing a hundred days. They've got to have like That's more stuff up their sleeves. But I also yeah. feel like when it comes to like Big Brother rumors, do you ever feel this way where I'm like, I feel like people just say anything, anything. and then occasionally something yeah. will stick yeah. because yeah. they've laid out every possible scenario that it's yeah. just by like deductive reasoning. So like when everyone's like, Cerise coming back, I was like, well, her son is playing the game. So I understand like the genesis of that rumor. Yeah. I think that like this just happened to be true, yeah. but I don't think the person that tweeted it like had information necessarily. Right. Exactly. I I saw a tweet. <laughs> Someone tweeted, I'm rooting for these four people. And this was like cast announcement, pri- like, and then before the show aired. Oh, yeah. It was the four people that are on the nomination block Incredible. this year. And they quote tweeted themselves <laughs> being like, what did I do? <laughs> like, this has ne- like, there's never been four people on the block. Like, what are the odds? But then like, to your point, like, Something will be true. Yeah, it's like a point. broken clock. Yeah, right? yeah. Is, is right twice. Yeah. Back to your point, just really quick about how it would be a horrible choice for production if Suri gets kicked off early. Mm. Think back to that COVID season when like Janelle was out really early. Yeah. The season ended, yes. ended up sucking. Like Janelle, BB legend, who mm. everyone loves and everyone watched on their TV, kicked off like so early in the game. That's actually like an even that's a much better example than mine. Yes. And how devastating was it to watch her go mm-hmm. and know that you're not only losing a legend, but you're losing someone who's such a great commentator of the game. Exactly. Because you need great talking heads. Yeah. I will yeah. say like if there's one reason why Drag Race All-Stars 8 did not sort of like rise the iconography was we didn't really have great narrators this yeah. season, especially when we lost Heidi. Yeah. And yeah, you need great narrators. Janelle's a great narrator. Suri is, I mean, top tier is like not even doing yeah. it justice. Suri, yeah, I mean, I will say I am curious to see, obviously I'm speaking with much hyperbole as mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are when it comes to Suri. Yeah. I'll be curious to see how she settles into this game. But from what I've seen of 12 hours of live feed, I'm very satiated. Yeah, her t- like coaching her son, being like, don't let people hear you say to someone that you'll talk to them later. They don't need to know that. Genius, <laughs> genius. Okay, the fact that we got you, Evan, this week, on the heels <laughs> of your trip, and I'm going to say it right, out east, uh, <laughs> to Jill Zarin's annual gift bag party which don't you dare invite bethany to because she's not not want to come she's not coming but you were there thankfully give us the scoop well i was really excited because i didn't know what to expect Mm -hmm. but i had heard that there would be like five thousand dollars in gifting that for every guest that attended love it and i was going with my fiance billy and a friend of ours tessa so i was like we're gonna get fifteen thousand dollars going to this event <laughs> so i was like sold um so we got there it was held at outdoors in southampton right by like a two or three minute drive from the water fully outdoor in mm. late july Ugh. no that day was actually the, the hottest day 
ever in New York, yes. I would say. I got to tell you, though, the uncovered area, like directly in the sun, was actually better because there was something about the tent sort of like trapped Ooh, the heat. Yes, 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 and yes. I got to tell you, there's something about being in close proximity of housewives with makeup Sweating. melting down the side of their faces wow. that is like feels just particularly anthropological where you're like, oh, mm. this is this is the real part the of the real house. The real house. Yeah. Um, had some great tacos. They had a fabulous taco truck okay. there, which was definitely a highlight. Everything was free, so that was great. I mean, when you walked around, it was people, you'd have to li- listen to the spiel quickly about like, these are my like oh. luggage cubes yeah. or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then you'd be like, oh, that's great. And then they'd be like, but you want the free stuff. And you'd be like, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And then so you basically had like a bag with you and you could just kind of fill it. Yeah. And so it was like Cynthia, Lou, Margaret was hawking her new um, soiree. Yeah. Her drink, her yeah. mocktail. Yeah. yeah. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Leanne Locken. <laughs> who else? It was definitely. Jen like Fessler? Jen Fessler, Kristen Important. Takeman. Bronwyn. I did not see Bronwyn, mm. but yes. Yeah. yeah. So definitely Hodgepodge. Um, and then just a really interesting group of people because. When you see, there's something about Hampton socialites that have, um, mm. well, they have a very unique faces. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and they're, this idea of like them all interacting with one another, there's just sort of like this, there's like a particularly CNBC aspect to it. But I had a really great time. I got to say, Jill Zarin in person looks as good as she does in <sighs> everything that we've seen of her lately. Talk never about, better. yeah, truly never better. And I just like being in the presence of Jill. Life yeah. sort of feels, you feel very taken care of. Mm. Jill is just someone who like, she's got the flow down. Mm-hmm. She knows how to throw an event. Like she's comforting. I, I do think this is now piggybacking off of her conversation with Bethany, like the many conversations she's had. Yeah. I Which do one? think, I do think like she is suited for something in reality television, in the public eye, that's not Housewives. I don't know what it is. The goat. Remember the goat. that not, show she's going to be on? Not the goat, but like, she has something to her that is like very watchable yes. and entertaining. Well, what's interesting about the goat is she had mentioned, I think it was on yeah. one of Bethany's eight podcasts, <laughs> yeah. that she was sort of like the mama bear yes. in that group. And mm-hmm. I feel like that could be a really good energy for Jill at this part of her life. Yeah. Um, Cause, Cause she I was think the mama bear to Bethany back in absolutely. the day. Mm. And, but like if she were to find people that were more receptive to that energy, yes. I think it could be a great alchemy for her. So very curious to see that. And then she was, you know, very excited to tell me about two other unnamed projects of hers in the works that <laughs> oh my God. I got to keep my eye out for. Oh so. my God. Well, you better keep, keep your eye out. <laughs> She didn't like put it in the vault. I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah, she did put it in the vault. <laughs> okay, so sadly, Jill is not a part of some late breaking news that we learned this week. Uh, a tweet, uh, Instagram post went out from Peacock and Bravo. We're in a New York state of mind. Apple emoji as a thank you to the fans for all the support of Roni and Crappy Lake. The new season of Rugged will be Roni Legacy coming this December on Peacock, and then we'll see you in Morocco in 2024. Reaction, Evan? Surprised. Yeah. I feel like I've always, ever since they made the decision to announce the Roni split Mm. ahead of 
either show being cast or going into production. Yeah. I've always had a lot of questions about how Bravo slash Peacock sort of like operates because there was a time when it's like, you know, you kept things in the vault yeah. until they were ready right. to like come out. And I feel like now they're very much like they put out the trailer for Ultimate Girls Trip 3 at BravoCon, mm. but then waited months and months and months mm-hmm. to release it. And then, yeah, so I just feel like there's almost at this point sort of an understanding of like, you don't believe anything until you have like a happens. date out there. Expect yeah. The I mean, it's, it's even like when, when you hear the thing of like this trailer for, you know, the mid season trailer is coming for this thing and you're like, okay, but like when, yeah. yeah. Um, so I am, I appreciate the effort to spin it mm. and be like, you know, because you guys demanded it, we're giving you what you want, which is like smart of them, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I will say that, it's my understanding and everything say take everything I say with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. It's my understanding that Ultimate Girls Trip 5, what was previously going to be yeah. 4, the Morocco trip will include all the storylines that we were worried might get chopped. Yeah. So I still feel confident about 5. Okay. I don't know like what caused this shakeup, but I don't think the reason is something that should make us worried about Morocco. Yeah. Sure. I mean, my fan theory, and this is based off of nothing, is just like there does seem to be a very positive reaction to Crappy Lake, even though it's not like changing the game numbers wise or anything, but like everyone's like, this is a fun, light show. They like seeing the girls. I think it makes sense to air this Roni legacy thing earlier so that if they want to do something with them again, they can do that in the new year rather than waiting until this trip airs in like March, April, May or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah I will say on. Alex McCord erasure pretending that it wouldn't be a thank you to Roni fans <laughs> for releasing the Morocco season. Uh, I mean, this is the biggest sin of this trip. The fact that Alex McCord is not on it, like drives me wild. It's like so stupid that they used her for rugged, rugged four or now five. (laughs) And then like, didn't think to have her on legacy. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, there's a complaint that Jill's not on this. I do think like Alex being on this would have been such a showstopper moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the one thing about, I mean, I'm obviously excited to see all the girls back together, but when I saw the cast photo that they released, it was like, it felt like a continuation of what would have been the next season of New York as we knew it had they brought Kelly and Kristen back into the fold. It's missing that X factor that Alex would have certainly brought because getting Kelly, while I'm excited to see Kelly back, I'm not surprised to see Kelly back Mm -hmm. in the way that like Alex McCord, what's the opposite of a jump scare, but like a good jump scare. (laughs) Like that's what Alex McCord's presence Mm. is. And so that is certainly missing. Also, I think you guys speak about it sometimes. There, I'm a, I like a cast of seven or eight. Yes, and always. six doesn't do it for me. That's why I'm particularly loving OC mm. because now that we've got Vicky in the mix with yeah. Taylor. Yeah. I'm like, it's we've got a filled up table, and it feels it feels like Roni season seven. Yeah, it feels yeah. great. Yeah. Okay, the Carlos King Nini leaks part two of their podcast interview dropped this week, huh. and I think this might have been like maybe the juicier half Mm -hmm. in terms of like Nini, like Carlos, the, the cliffhanger from last week was Carlos asking Nini about the lawsuit against Bravo. And then Nini picks up this episode saying, well, I can't really talk about it. And then proceeds to talk about it for 
20 minutes, <laughs> which I can't imagine how that like flew by the legal team. And the fact that like this is still an ongoing lawsuit. But she's saying she would love to reach a place where she's like back together with Andy. It's just like, what are you saying? Yeah. I loved when she identified who on Atlanta and Potomac were stars and who weren't. There were not. Yeah. <laughs> and she said, she said Robin and Giselle are starless. And Robin responded on Instagram and was like, Nini's right. I'm not a star. Which is like why we love Robin. Yeah, yeah. I thought that, because I was so compelled by part one. Mm. It was so exciting to hear from her. Because mm-hmm. I think wisely, she's kind of been out of the, yeah. the public, the spotlight for a, yeah. for a beat. So it was refreshing. And also it was such a reminder of the fact that like, there's a quickness to Nini that like just the other girls do not possess. It's like yeah. her and Bethany alone that have that slickness. Mm-hmm. And she looks great. It was great hearing from her. She seemed to be in a really good place. I felt like with this part two, which it should be noted, this was all filmed as one yeah. interview, but just split into two. I felt like she got a little out of pocket at yeah. several points, particularly when talking about the fact that like she thought she ought to be bigger than Kim Kardashian. And she was like, Kim came after me, but Not like, true. no, she didn't. Yeah. So it's, if you're going to make these declarative statements, you should recognize the fact that people are going to fact check them. Yeah. And I just felt like there was something about Nini that I walked away from it being very confused because as you mentioned, she's still in this lawsuit, Yeah. but this seems like an interview that it's very clear that Nini wants to come back. Mm-hmm. And that this interview was Ooh. like her angling to say that like, the show is is down bad, which she's correct. Yes. It's down bad. But as many have now online pointed out, Nini's later seasons of Housewives Ooh. are her Ooh. non-canon seasons. Yeah. What when we say we miss Nini, we miss the Nini of seasons one through seven. Yeah. yeah. When she got back from the Ryan Murphy factory, yeah. it just like wasn't great. I don't yes. know exactly where her seasons land in terms of like the come through queen history. Mm-hmm. I feel like so much of my memory of talking about her on the show was negative. Yeah. Cause like she was dragging the show down at that point. I think we started in seasons eight or nine, which is like yeah. the downfall yeah. era. Yeah. I yeah. do think the one moment of hers that I loved was when she was talking about Claudia Jordan. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yes. I thought it was so great to hear a rare moment of Nini, like, giving credit to Claudia and like saying like she was a worthy adversary for me, which is true. And it was nice for her to recognize that because I feel like I love a shady housewife, but I feel like you sort of need different colors at different times. And that's one of those moments I'm, I'm like reminded of how much I love Nini because it's like, she's not just one note. She's not, which is one of, I think the bigger problems with someone like Sheree, Mm -hmm. where Sheree is sort of like, always like like giving shady responses to things and you need more genuine moments. And I sure. think like Nini is able to look at someone like Claudia and is smart and shrewd enough to recognize that though they were not friends, she was good on the show. Yeah. And I, I like moments like that. Dan's favorite housewife. One of my favorites, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Justice for Claudia. Listen, she'd be fun to bring back. Yeah, I like if we were to do a one season wonder uh, rugged, she'd be like the headliner for me. Yeah. <laughs> Jules Weinstein Her and would be Jules, up there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so on the heels of the Nini Carlos King interview, Sutton Strack has entered the chat <laughs> <laughs> with Nini's former best friend, Cynthia Bailey. 
Yes. With, I gotta say, like a very chic photo in the back of a car, tagged in London, UK. I think they were there for Mick Jagger's birthday. So Sutton writes, there's no better way to announce Sutton Brand's first hashtag sustainable fashion curator with Cynthia Bailey than a trip to London for a hush birthday party. Mick Jagger. We welcome Cynthia with open arms and couldn't wish for a better designer to join our team of hashtag circular fashion and hashtag sustainable warriors to help change our earth. Be sure to check out my new page at Sun Brands for information and to see great things to come. Is Cynthia getting a diamond? <laughs> I don't mean this season, but like she is like ingrained with the girls at this point. I also think it has like, if I think about how much she filmed with Atlanta, it feels like they're cutting her out so that she can be like more of a thing on Beverly Hills. Would they, I, I don't know if they would do that, you know, but she did film with Atlanta and they didn't include in the mid season. Exactly. Wow. Maybe they're avoiding doing too much with her because she's going to be a bigger part mm-hmm. in Beverly Hills. I know she filmed a lot. Yeah. What's interesting, though, is like I watched an interview that she did on the, I was going to say carpet of Jill Zarin's event, oh, whatever yeah. it was. Um, and she indicated the fact that she seemed very at peace with like Housewives being in the rear view and focusing on acting, her okay. words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's odd that I would think that she would be like wanting to reintroduce herself in the housewife verse. But she like has been on Jeff Lewis a few times and she has indicated that she would love to be a friend of. Got it. Yeah. On, I think on anything that I'll take either. Yeah. Listen, (laughs) I mean, I welcome it. I would love sort of that shift in energy, both for Cynthia and for Beverly Hills. I do just want to say though, with regards to uh, Sutton calling Mm. it like a circular fashion brand or whatever those those words were, uh, this is coming from the woman who Mm. is dripping in Mm. Dolce and Gabbana. So I have to say like, I mean, beyond my disdain (laughs) for that brand, it's just, there's a very blatant irony here of like Sutton being the person pushing sustainability when I think we could uh, dig into her wardrobe a bit. Mm, yes. Very interesting. Yeah. I remember when she was first introduced and like in her first episode, they're in the like Dolce & Gabbana apartment. I was like, Evan's going to say something about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when I went, when I was at the Glad Awards mm-hmm. um, in Los Angeles, I ran into Sarah Michelle Gellar and she was, I was like, Oh my God, I love, I love this look so much. And she goes, Oh, she's like, it's Dolce. But like, she's like, but don't worry. Like she was like, I don't support them or whatever. And I was like, Sarah, (laughs) (laughs) I was like of all people and at all the events. Oh my God. That's so funny. Uh, While we're on a little bit of a Atlanta conversation between Nini and Cynthia, Atlanta is currently chugging along. And I wouldn't use the word chugging (laughs) sputtering. Yeah. All right. Sputtering along and we're still in Portugal. I think like in top of episode, someone's actually calling Cynthia because we're like getting like, we're getting the tea about bolo night. Yeah. We're witnesses to the bolo night. Which feels like we're we're really like, it's like, why remind us of like a recent high of this show when we're so down bad? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I have to imagine, and I again, mm. this is not coming from a place of I know anything. Yeah, yeah. I have to imagine that looking at the early success of the Roni reboot, yeah. that if there's any franchise that's going to be sort of like up for mm. consideration in this sort of like new era we're in, yeah. mm-hmm. to do an entire cast flip, I think it would be Atlanta. Oh, they're yeah. number one for certain. I mean, the thing is, like, I think even when there's like 
for instance, Salt Lake City. There was maybe not a great season last year, but a lot of people were talking about it. Mm -hmm. And I don't even think people are really like talking about Atlanta other than just saying it's not good. Yeah. Like, I think that's the only thing they're saying. Whereas like in Salt Lake City, they were like, oh, like Heather's black eye. Like there was at least like a, a marquee thing. Or obviously like obviously Jen Shaw changing the plea and like getting convicted and like all yeah. that stuff. And I used to think it was like a problem with how the show is being like pieced together. I remember saying on this podcast, I was mm. like, they should really hype up the Drew divorce. But then the reason... Scandal was so successful was it came during an actual like great season of television apart from the scandal. Yeah. yeah. Whereas this is happening on a lackluster season. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't really know like an easy fix outside of cleaning shop because it's surprising to see Kenya who even Nini identified. Yes. I think that was the one person she said she did see star quality in. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. She was like, yeah, she wouldn't quite say she was a star, but anyway, yeah. but it's interesting seeing someone like Kenya who's often been so reliable just flatlining this season where, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't see a solution. Cause part of me is like, okay, well we could get, I mean, I think Sheree's time is, has, yeah. has lapsed for now. I mean, I, who, yeah. They'll bring uh, her back for a Yeah. And then like <laughs> Sanya, I don't think was ever a fit, but like, there's a part of me that's like, okay, well, can we rework this and, and everything. The one thing I will not stand for and what I do not need is oh. bringing Kim Zolciak back. No, right. no, no, no. I yeah. think if that's the route they're going to go, then we're just going to have this, this the problem is going to persist. I mean, Nini talked about it herself on the interview where she was like, yeah, it was really unfair that Kim never had to go on like the vacations with us and like all mm. this kind of stuff. And that would just happen again. Um, my, one of my big things too is if someone like Moneta is such a big part of the drama, like she was this week, it's like, why aren't we like giving her a peach? Why aren't we seeing her life with Heath? Why? Like what's, what's going on here? Uh, star less. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is one of the things that has me, I'm going to say like a little worried about Potomac right now mm. is in seeing everything that's going down with it's friends, of. friends of and everything being such big focal points. Yeah. I miss the days of who is the icon I know you love her from season three of Roni, the original friend of. Oh, Jen Gilbert. Jen Gilbert. Yes. yes, yes, yes. That's how I like my friend of. Yes. You know what I mean? That degree of friend of. Sure. I feel like the fact that we're allowing friend ofs to, like, basically, I think Marlo, who was at the time such an anomaly, sort of like cracked open the vortex and friend of became a situation when you could really basically become a cast member. But I feel like right now, seeing everything coming out of Potomac, it's almost like the the wives themselves can back out of the drama, have the friends get in the mix, yeah. and then the wives can be the peacemakers or the commentators. Yeah. And I just, I, I think it's setting a bad yeah, precedent. not yeah. great. Uh, so much of this episode in particular was about filming something when cameras are down. Ugh. And it's like, could there be a worse conversation for reality television? <laughs> like we want everything filmed as the viewer. So like, what are we achieving here? Also, it was like, I think 1146 or like, it was (laughs) not that late. It's like this, this production company knows that if you have a rare instance on this season of Atlanta, when you actually have the majority (laughs) of the cast in the room Mm -hmm. together, if they're still hanging and there are drinks flowing, we don't put the cameras down. Exactly. Yeah. And like, let's just get cameras up on the walls, like in summer house. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I mean, that's a whole, they would be setting up for a whole nother show, but yeah. I mean, the only like things from this episode that 
move me were like callbacks. And even like the Marlo callback wasn't that wasn't that long ago. But the the today drained me like callback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, love, I love that. And then I believe it was Kenya who said like you said what you said and what you said was some bullshit. Mm-hmm. It was like interesting her referencing sworn enemy Nini. I know. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's Roa. Yeah, that's Roa. Um, they filmed the reunion. Oh yeah, they did. And then like the cast photo was leaked, and then we're like waiting for the official photos. Still, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I'm not sure what's left to really hash out at the reunion. Mm, Two parter. I hope. <laughs> Atlanta's <laughs> first half apart reunion. <laughs> <laughs> a lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, I would say marquee main event right now, Roni. Oh my God. Episode three. <laughs> now, Evan, Evan, we love to hear from after he listens to come through queen on Friday and tell us his review of our reviews. And Evan, you were originally like not hot on Roni premiere. Yeah. And where are you now? <sighs> I'm like boiling. You're boiling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all the way in. Uh-huh. I just, it's, there's a comfort that I remember I used to feel mm. when I would watch Roni back in the day yeah. that, I'm feeling that same feeling. I'm just, there's an energy that these women are bringing. And there's also, okay, so the scene that I would point to this week is like, or maybe this was in the last episode, but when they were all getting ready to go out, was that this episode where they went and had lunch together? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was post-Chakshuka, or yeah, well, yeah, post yeah, the yeah. Chakshuka that never was. <laughs> yeah. But when they all were getting ready, and they first come downstairs, and then Jenna's sitting there, we first get the shot of Jenna on the couch. Mm-hmm. Then the other women come down, Jenna does an impromptu oh, photo yes. shoot for the girlies. Yeah. And then yeah. there's just like, a, then they're all in the same color. There are just so many like small micro beats that yeah. happen in that scene yeah. that I feel like these women are just really interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. And it's not all about drama, there are small things in episode two when we have Jessel ordering the martini with tequila. Yeah. We're having fights over Shakshuka. We have Uba and Bryn like openly fighting for the affection of this trainer in like yeah. the most overt, yes. very Ramona Sonia Yin. Oh way. my yeah. God. Took a page. Um, yeah. It's just, it feels comforting. What I am curious about, we're three episodes in, two of which have been in the Hamptons. Mm. I'm curious to see what happens. Once we're back, back in, in the, the big apple. next week, yeah. yeah. But so far, so great. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a complaint, mm. which is, I do think the best part of this episode 
was the first seven minutes, which they released that full clip ahead of this episode. So then when I was watching, I was like, oh, I like it, the first seven minutes kind of blended into last week's episode, which I think of the three has been the best one of, of the three so far. So I need them to stop posting. And they already so did it. Much. They already did it. They already did it for this week. Yeah, and, I just gotta not and watch. I'm sorry. The shakshuka was. The shakshuka was what made. Oh my god! Yes, thank God. <laughs> Episode four. <laughs> yes. Spoiler alert. Well, thankfully, yes. the shakshuka was made. The shakshuka was made tonight as well. Yeah. Delicious. They, they say you can't uh, work out after eating shakshuka. But and we, here we are. We could certainly <laughs> podcast after eating shakshuka. <laughs> yes, Dan made his famous shakshuka. Mm. As made in Sack Harbor yes. for a Honey Mustard Girls bachelor party. Yes. Wow. I think it's my third time having it. Full circle moment. Yeah, oh, yeah in P-Town as well. Yeah. Oh. Another credit to this season is in episode two when we're in the Hamptons, we only have five ladies at that point because mm. Bryn's sitting that episode out yeah. and I was worried, right? Yeah. I'm like, it's new girl energy. Yeah. We're in an unknown space. Mm-hmm. I was like, how is this going to play out? And when they went to dinner together, I was like, Everyone is activated right now. I was yeah. like, despite it being five ladies, it had an essence of seven. Just yeah. like crawling downstairs at the topping rows, <laughs> wandering into the kitchen. <laughs> so, But also like that moment, like was as crazy as it was, it didn't feel performative. No, yeah, that like felt like felt, who Uba is. Yeah. Uba, yes. Uba sells it. Uba sells it. She's one to watch. Yeah. I have another controversial take maybe and i watched it twice and maybe i like softened on this take a little bit it felt like when bryn joined i was a little annoyed by her because it's a little performative yeah yeah i don't think that's controversial okay okay, okay. i loved her look though the the like white trash look that okay. who called her a white trash look didn't someone yeah i the, think so the mink like yeah. oh, the 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 fur coat yeah though thing. i don't support fur but i liked mm. the look well, no, no, it could be faux it was faux what i'm still learning right now is sort of like who because we're figuring out who's sort of down with who because yeah. i thought it was interesting this episode figuring out that Sai was kind of annoyed with jessel because mm-hmm. they rode there together mm-hmm. so in yeah. my mind i was like oh they're they're you know comrades or something and yeah. then i realized i was like oh no Sai's really with jenna and thinking that jessel's behavior was really rude with regard to yeah. the camisole uh, jessel I think might be the best one, actually. <laughs> Nothing Jessel crazy. is the Alex McCord of New Era. Ooh, so yes. that, no wonder I love her. <laughs> it's, there's a uh, an interesting, so my tenant, I was going to mm. say a lack of self-awareness. It's not that. It's that the self that she is aware that she is, is okay. not the self that shows up on camera. Sure. Yeah. I do think, to Alex's credit, she might be a little sharper than Jessel. I don't see the sharpness there. Yeah. With Jessel. The the apology and not apologizing and then reopening the wound <laughs> at lunch was just so funny. She's, oh my god. She's so funny. Like she is truly the one least trying to be something on the show, I think. Like yes. she is just whatever she is. No, though she is trying to be something and she's like kind of failing miserably. Okay, I mean, sure. Everyone's trying to be something, yeah. but like, but like, it, it doesn't like re like it doesn't smell of it. I guess. Sure. I don't know. It's she is one to watch. Uh, Jenna Lyons is doing an amazing job, sweetie. <laughs> She's got it. What I'm curious about, and I, I'm going to be honest, I mm. am friends with Jenna, and I'm only saying that because there's okay. a bias here. Sure, I'm not sure, trying sure. to like, yeah, yeah. Um, 
And when when she and I had lunch together, it was like several weeks before the show, and there was like a nervousness about her that yeah. made me nervous mm-hmm. in thinking that like it just wasn't that like the Jenna that I know was not going to translate on the show. Yeah. And in fact, I'm so delighted so far through episodes in that Jenna's quirkiness, her her weirdness, and not the kind of weird that Aaron was identifying, because like the yeah. Dill thing, like that's not the weirdness of Jenna. Yeah. yeah. But the the distinct, like there's not another Jenna Lyons, that aspect of her, that's showing up so far on the show. Yeah. And it's just a delight to watch. And it feels like just watching her presence online, it feels like she's feeling herself in this moment and she's liking that she's on the show. She's leaning in, posting a lot on Instagram. Like it's really interesting. I haven't followed a single one of the gals yet. Wow. Oh yeah. Fake fan. Yeah. I'm only touching down with Jenna so far. Mm. Oh, well I did do a deep dive on Psy just cause I wanted to, I mean, I work in the fashion industry. Yeah. She works in the fashion industry. Mm. I'd never seen her before. Jessel no, as no, well. No, yeah, no, no shade whatsoever. But I wanted to touch down and like educate myself on like who she is beyond the show. Yeah. And it was very interesting. Have either of you touched down on size YouTube? Yes, I have actually. Oh, no, no, no. I did before because I was trying to figure out exactly where she lives, and it feels mm. like we figured that out now. Yeah. Um, but so I did watch a few videos just to get like a feel for her house and that kind of stuff. So okay, what is? What is an episode about? Well, it depends. She's like an inf- doing like typical influencer st- stuff. One time, okay, before the show, she didn't show her husband's face on <laughs> on social media, and so they did like a Q and A once where his face is covered by an emoji. Well, the entire, like the babies, the entire like the babies. time. Yeah, we always talk about the babies. <laughs> yeah, the babies. Yeah. <laughs> it was interesting. Like she does a lot of like you know, vlogging from Milan Fashion Week, but I watched this one video, it was, it was an unboxing, mm-hmm. and I'm not really familiar with, like, unboxing culture, <laughs> so I'm, like, probably not the audience, but, like, she was unboxing a haul from the Hermes store, mm-hmm. yeah. and in my mind, I just was like, I guess what I'd love to know, and I, I, I'm saying this genuinely, I'd love to know who the audience is of, oh. that wants to watch an Hermes unboxing, is their thought pattern that, like, they're gonna see something in size video and say, I need to run Hermes. Yeah. And get that. I mean, yeah. this is the greatest mystery to me. Like, I really do not understand, like, why does one follow not her, but like, yeah, what that, 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 yeah. yeah. I gotta say this, like, sometimes I like, get stuff and I'm like, <laughs> and it's 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 sent in the kind of box that is like beckoning mm-hmm. me to make unboxing, unboxing. content. Sure, yeah. sure. And I'm just like, I just well, A, I'm not like an on-camera person, yeah, but I yeah, also yeah. just like don't <laughs> I couldn't do that like with any sense of genuine sure, sure, sure. delight. Yeah. yeah. What I could only do would be like a John Early style Cola Scola like parody of what I understand unboxing to be. Mm-hmm. But there's just such a such an earnestness. But that's not your about that's not your thing. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. The one thing, so of the ladies, the one I'm like sort of is a I'm still not yet landed on is with Psy. The sort of the toilet paper thing mm. at Aaron's, the several like shady remarks. I do feel like Psy can be a little biting in a way that feels for the camera. Yes, one thousand percent. I think she needs to sort of like, I'm not telling anyone what what to do or, or what mm-hmm. to be, yeah, but sure. I do think that like she could try and be a little friendlier to some of these other women yeah. early on and like establish true friendships. Because if we think back upon, you know, the disillusion of the friendship between Jill and Bethany. The reason why it stung was because of they were great friends and yeah. it fell apart. I feel like size coming in with a little bit of like a wall up, but it, you know, to her credit, she does admit 
that, you know, she's a person that has a lot of walls up. Yeah. But I think yeah. if you're going to function well on a show like this, those walls have to at least, you know, come down a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I was happy to hear, not happy to hear, but like her story about, um, the dollar store was interesting. And We're just like, growing up, like the whole, like I lived here, I was here. Yeah. Blah, 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 and it was blah. so interesting. Like that was an interesting moment of like, the other women I thought were having a hard time. Oh, they didn't know what to do with understanding that. Like she was, that was a vulnerable moment of her showing the fact of like the me that you're meeting right now is there's a big distance between the me that how I was when I grew up and the circumstance I grew up in. Mm -hmm. And the other women I think were like, we're just like having a fire in Sag Harbor. Yeah. (laughs) Like, uh, again, I'm loving, but one more, my last complaint You've had three of them. I know. This is my third and final complaint. Two truths and a lie. I feel like we just did this two episodes ago, and it's like really corn on the cob for me. Like it's orientation week. Like the but like the the way that they keep like it's right. Like like and for two truths and a lie. No one said like a ha, ha, did someone say it had to be sex focused. It just felt like everyone. Well, was... but Jessel's took me out oh, <laughs> because my. as we're going around, I'm like, I don't think Jessel's going to be able to participate oh, yeah, in the right, way yeah, that yeah, the yeah, game yeah, is going. Yeah, yeah. And then, boy, it was the popsicle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not sure. That's true. That's true. Want to hear something that I learned on two T's in a pod? Oh. Not to report about another podcast. No, we love doing that here. Tamra Judge has done that. <laughs> of course, of Tracks. course. <laughs> She's doing it this season. <laughs> yes, Andy. Wow. Yeah, I, I just, like, it felt like we had this conversation at Jenna's get-together. Yeah. So, But I think to Brendan's point, it's like, I think that there's just, they're figuring out the rhythm mm, of the show yeah. and yeah. how to do group scenes, which yeah. I imagine is particularly difficult when you don't know one another and yeah. have no history. Yeah. Exactly. To what you were saying earlier about, like, my sort of, like, being a little mid on it early and then, like, warming up now, I feel like I was surprised during week one that everyone online seemed to be so hype, which was such a stark contrast to everyone being so against yeah. this when it was first announced. Yeah. Whereas now I feel a little bit more settled in. I'm less beholden to the show that I once knew. I'm like, I've, yeah. I've reconciled the fact that like Roni seasons one through 12 is its own show yeah. mm-hmm. and that this is something different. There is an end just like that Ian quality to yeah. this yeah. where it's kind of like there's familiarity, but it's something different and I'm accepting. I'm in the acceptance Yeah, that's phase. the weird part about me um, recapping is because mm. I watched the first three oh, yeah. weeks You're ago. You're finally caught up now. So now yeah. I'm finally with, with you. Us, yeah. us, us simple But did people. you just get the new drop? No. Because they sent me... Four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, oh. And, wait, and I said to Billy, I was like, "Do you want to like have a day and we'll binge it?" And Billy was like, "No, no, no." no or watching the part of the community, yeah, I which is what happened for me. I was, I got, and just like that, one through seven. Oh. And I watched one. I watched the first three, and then I had a moment of like, I can't do this alone. Yeah. yeah. I don't like watching in advance. I want to like. I want to watch yeah, with everyone. With everyone. Yeah, and it's even more confusing when you're talking. You're getting confused between episodes because they oh. dropped the seven minutes. I watched all three together, oh, okay, so yeah. I'm like, what? What even happened? Oh, so it's like it's like one big yeah. Block. yeah. Yeah. I also got to say, like, I just I love seeing the show in the Hamptons. Mm. I think there's just something and in the fall. Yeah. Well, to the point that you were saying before of like the and just like that ification of it, it feels like you know we've been in the Hamptons before with the original Roni women. And it, I almost feel like I'm watching like a different Hamptons now. Yes. You know, through a Which new lens. Which is interesting because isn't Lou's house in SAG? Yes. Yeah. 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 And it's funny too where like, I think it was Brynn or one of them made that comment about like 
how like because un- I think it's October, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like how unusual it is to like come out to the Hamptons in October, and it's like, girl, that's like when most people with Hamptons homes are like enjoying their home the mm. most yeah. because all of the Michigas that comes in for the summer and yeah, like yeah, yeah. causes all of like the rubbernecking and sure, like sure, sure. all of that is gone. Yeah. The weather yeah. is still nice. You can still do evening walks on the beach. Yeah. The restaurants are still open. Yeah. Like it's wild that that was presented as though like Aaron was like offering them like second prize mm. of like being like, you can come to my Hamptons home, but it's October when I'm like, what a fabulous weekend to like get out of the city. Yeah, the way these women treat Aaron <laughs> in her home. Tough. <laughs> I, got, I love it. Tough. Love it. But I got to say credit to Aaron for not like Aaron's keeping it moving, which is one thing yeah. you guys always talk about yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. And I love that there was a great moment when Jenna and her sort of have their quick aside. Mm. And Jenna's like, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that you wanted me to stay. Aaron's like, yeah, I was bothered by it. And they hug and move on. Mm-hmm. And then Bryn attempted to bring it up and be like, oh, like Aaron, like you make exceptions for Jenna. And like what Bryn wasn't understanding is like, no, Aaron's just keeping things going. And yeah. she's not going to make this a plot point where it's like her v. Jenna. And she's like, I wanted you to spend the night. You didn't spend the night. I felt some type of way about it. You apologized. We move on. And she got a great line in with it too. Maybe I just like her better. Great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was that in the trailer? I think so. I think it's so. a good yeah, trailer yeah, yeah. line. I mean, the the Bryn like attempt of equating like not like it's it sounded like this dinner like you were supposed to be there and then you just last minute did not show up and went somewhere else and we're posting from it like there's no reason for that. Like Jenna outlined like I had to call, you guys were keeping me up. Like did it, like there yeah. were reasons I have a house here. There was reasons why things happened. Like, I don't see the reason for Bryn's actions other than I don't like this restaurant. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But also that's, that was fun. I know. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny. But like, I'm just saying like her argument fell for me. Agreed. Yeah. 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 Uh, to transition us a little bit, we're in Sag Harbor. Luann, this episode of Crappy Lake, <laughs> wore the dress she wore when she did the one-on-one interview with Andy after her arrest, after the arrest in the backyard, I was like shocked to see that pop up in a crappy Lake. Speaking of that, I just love the Bravo one-on-ones that are like (laughs) on location. Like when he did the one with Kim Richards back Mm, in the day. Spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We were robbed of one with Jen Shaw. I feel like we should have gotten the final days before he, I think he tried and then things fell apart. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. What are you making of the crappy Lake Assange that's going on? So I've only seen the first three episodes. I plan to like fully binge at some point. I feel like it was a little oversold because as someone who recently rewatched The Simple Life, I don't think it's an apt comparison. Where where does one watch that? I bought it. Okay. From Amazon. Yeah. Worth it. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Jeff. What? Thank Thank you, Jeff. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm currently on season two. Okay. But there's just a quality about them. I, I just, yeah, I don't think it's an apt comparison. Yeah. I am enjoying it. Yeah. I like the premise a lot. I, I don't know. I'm not Sonia and Lou. I will always love the Sonia of seasons three and four of Roni. Yeah. When Sonia started to like become like the season nine, 10, like that Sonia, mm-hmm. the one that I think exists today. It's not that I don't like her. It's that, I don't really feel like we're ever touching down in reality. Yeah. Yeah. And what's odd is like you go back and watch season three, part B or whatever you want to call yeah. it. And it's like, she was 
so like not Lucid. voice of reason, <laughs> but like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I have a hard time understanding like how much Sonia is like performing the role of Sonia Morgan. And like, yeah. but then also part of me thinks that like she's been performing the role for so long. She, she became is the role. Yeah. The role. Yeah, mm-hmm. And it's similar with Lou. So there's a part of me that's like, it's nice to see them on camera. They're yeah. familiar. Mm-hmm. They're fun. It's light. Yeah. Um, but I'm not like clamoring for more, but I am, I do like the idea of crappy Lake mm-hmm. yeah. to me. It's like, could we do the same concept with like Karen Huger and Giselle? Right. That's yeah. a good idea. That's a great idea. And wow. the, Karen and Giselle are famously the best when they're kind of getting along. Yeah. 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 I, I also think it actually serves as a reminder as it's airing after Roni as to like why Roni should not be these two women. Cause like we're not going to get like, personal storylines. We're not going to get great interpersonal storylines. We kind of just like need to let them be and not like follow the housewives formula. Yeah. By the end of old Roni, these women, none of them had personal storylines. Like it's like also kind of weird. Cause it's like their kids are adults, but like, don't you still hang out with your parents sometimes? Oh, those, but, yeah. I, mean, but I mean like Quincy, has never been on yeah. a split second of footage. Yeah. Right. Like, I almost feel like this concept could work for an ultimate girls trip because part of me too thinks that like two people is not enough to mm. really fill out the screen. If they took like a whole group of women took over a town, <laughs> that would be something. And also it's like, I'm craving someone like more of like the Sutton Strack mm. sort of degree of wealth because the other thing about Lou and Sonia, particularly Sonia, is it's like they are ostensibly like sort of living on house of cards. Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas I'd love to see someone like Sutton who we know is accustomed to a certain kind of lifestyle. It's like this to me is like not, it's not that out of the box that Sonia, I mean, I can imagine Sonia going and staying at this hotel on a road trip. We watched Sonia in her rundown townhouse with like water dripping on her. (laughs) Exactly. This is like (laughs) step up. So why don't we go full simple life reboot and have it be Kathy Hilton and Sutton Strack. Mm. Sold. Yeah. Sold. Okay. Orange County. A return to form? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> What's your answer? Um, yes. What's your history whole. with OC? Yeah. What is your history? I've watched it from, I believe I started with Bass Lake because I like season three. Yeah, that's okay. it. That's where you yeah, got so it. was early. Yeah. It's actually funny. My dad, may he rest in peace, yeah. he is the one that used to have it on in the background. Oh, that's funny. And I would be like, what is this show? So it's actually sort of him that introduced me. But I always like never, because Roni was my first like time loving Housewives. And I never sort of saw them as like companion shows. They were very like, I didn't equate them. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think obviously there's bringing Heather back last season. It felt like there was a missing piece that Tamara feels Mm. like, okay, now. And then now with Vicky, even more, it's like, I uh, I can give credit to Bravo for making the mistake of cutting or who's to say if it even was a mistake they maybe needed the time off a breath, but yeah. I I appreciate them for being like listen we need to we we need to bring these ladies back yeah and it's I mean great to see that we were part of the voices being like we need some change like yeah. we need Tamara maybe to leave when she did well I mean I think the problem with so many of these people who are on for so long Kyle. Candy, 
Teresa, Cynthia, Cynthia. Mm-hmm. Can- yeah, you Candy. Get, you either get like so comfortable or you get so big for your britches yeah. that like neither are fun to watch. Yeah. That for them to now come back and like dance for their dinner a little bit. Yeah. Is like now I'm watching something. Yes. And you made the point last week about like how activated Tamara is right Mm -hmm. now. And like, it's working. Like I do worry about Tamara's long game because I do think like moments like in last week's episode, throwing the napkin at Jen, that's a little bit of like, what are we like? It's a little, you know, tish. Um, (laughs) But I do on the whole really appreciate her presence. What I'm worried about having seen the mid season trailer, I'm Mm -hmm. not really looking for a Heather takedown plot line. It's just not what I came for. I don't want to scare her away. I really like Heather and I don't think Heather got enough credit for that moment in the tractor with, uh, what's her name? The Gina. Woman, with Gina. Gina. I thought Heather was like a really good friend in that oh, moment. Yeah. Okay. In a really genuine way that I really just enjoy Heather. I don't think she's like the most intriguing housewife, but I think she sort of reminds me, there's just certain housewives that don't really ping, but are necessary um, not necessary, but like good to have around. And I feel like I think that the show is better with Heather on. Well, yeah. I mean, I think she serves a great purpose of being like this incredibly rich woman amongst these other women who yes. are not even like, not even close. So they're all kind of dancing yes. around her a little bit. Yes. Do you know who the comparison I would make would be like Adrian Malouf, mm. who is like not vital to like the success of Beverly Hills yeah. and obviously like the least important of the OGs, yeah. but yeah. like, having her in the mix like made things better. It's better when she was around. Yeah. I would argue that Heather is vital to OC mm. right now though. Like yeah. they need her so bad because they need an enemy that is also a formidable opponent, uh-huh. um, which we're going to see. And I'm scared that they're going to try to take her down and scare her away though. She has indicated that she's kind of here to stay in like recent interviews and she wants to bring Gretchen Rossi back. Oh yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Which I mean, we'll see what happens with Morocco, but like that could be a reality. So riddle me this. I'd love Mm. to hear what you boys think about Emily. Cause I feel like we've been on a real journey with Emily. I think she is orange County. <laughs> I don't. Oh, you don't think so? I could take her or leave her. I feel like this is interesting hearing this because I feel like do you guys don't touch down on Emily a ton? Am I? Am no, I we right? don't touch down on yeah. her a ton. Yeah, because so I could take her or leave her. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I. I guess like I just think she. A lot of the other OC women can like fall back easily, and she rises to the occasion. And she stirs shit up. She's like Tamara Jr. in a way. Yeah. And now they're like BFF besties. They were on together. Yeah. Um, Actually, this is a question for Dan. Mm. But also, Evan, you can answer. What are you thinking about Gina? As Gina's number one super fan, what are you thinking about Gina these days? I do love Gina, too. I, I just, I don't understand like the Gina Emily haters. Like, I think they both are good for the show. And for... A show that has tried to add so many people along the way, like they added them and they worked. Yeah. The realtor, like <laughs> dress cosplay. dress rehearsal oh today. My <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I do think the rehabilitation of Shane, I think is fascinating. Yeah. Like Ooh. he now is sort of seen as like her like 
goofy husband when like there was a while everyone was like, she needs to leave this man. Yeah. With Gina, I do just want to say I appreciate and give her a lot of props for putting this story, not storyline, putting her life on camera and, you know, being someone who experienced domestic abuse and is in a complicated situation in which she has to form some kind of relationship with this man because she wants for the greater good of her family mm-hmm. and it's complicated and messy Ooh. and I I really applaud her for bringing that onto the show and doing it with a lot of grace I had I hope that it had become like something that she could be able to talk more with the other women about yeah because I think it's really important because it's just easy in these situations to dismiss you know, people that enact domestic abuse for obvious reasons. But when you have a situation like hers, it's not that easy. It would be so interesting actually to hear her in conversation with Taylor about this. Oh, given what Taylor's been through. And Taylor was actually on Jeff Lewis live, not to mention him again today. (laughs) And she said that her and Gina, like basically don't have a relationship. It's not like animosity. It's just, they don't like have a friendship, unfortunately. And I will say, I think OC more than a lot of other franchises, like actually puts their real issues out in Mm. front. And it's also interesting given the Shannon of it all, because she has for years put all of her stuff out in front, but this is the one thing where she's trying to hold this like secret about her relationship with, um, what's his name? John Jansen. And, but her friends are willing to open it up for her, which right. is like Heather getting the blame for this is wild to yeah, me. And, then, and like carrying the blame onto Watch Robin's Live when she was on with Vicky uh, this week as well. Yeah. Like she's still angry with Heather. Yeah. And it's interesting too what you're saying about sort of like their willingness to reveal themselves because like when one of my big gripes with Salt Lake City is like I've watched three seasons of this show now and I feel like I have no idea who Mm. Meredith Marks is as a human being. Lisa, same thing. Like I don't know these women at all and whereas with Salt Lake City... I really feel ingratiated in the lives of all of these women. Orange County. Orange County, sorry. Yeah. 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 The fact that we don't even know how Heather Gay got that fucking black oh, eye. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Also, sorry, I don't believe that hot mic moment was real. Ooh, oh, conspiracy theorist. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Orange County, we're, we're, we're going to get, be, we're going to be getting more Vicky. Yeah. Which I do think like she came back a little like tail between the legs ready to perform. And like, she, like based on like the watch Robins live, which is probably more, we've seen her more there than actually on the show thus far. Mm-hmm. It feels like she, she knows what she should be doing at this yeah. point now. Yeah. yeah. Um, also to your point about Tamara, I wanted to go back and talk about you, like how she's going hard. But I do think that this conversation, this episode with Jen, shows that Tamara does know when to kind of come back a little bit and put on the fake tears and like make up again to continue um, the cycle. Yes. Yeah, no, I totally agree. It's like one thing I just can't stand about Tamara though is like when she does these apologies, it's like she never allows the other person to get in a word edgewise. So she comes in there and she's like delivers the big apology and it might be genuine, but it's like, why don't you take a beat to like hear from Jen and Mm -hmm. allow Jen to express how she feels. And I think particularly for Jen being a new wife, mm-hmm. she's having a hard time getting a word in edgewise and asserting her position in things. 
she does it in other scenes with the other women and telling them, but it's like in that scene with Tamara, it's like yeah. Tamara was talking at her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heather Dubrow, Mark Cuban, Javier's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I looked up this Fireside app. Less reviews than this measly little podcast. Wow. Like, I, I would say like not even triple ditch. Wow. Yeah. That's so interesting. It's also... Javier's has put a new perspective since um, Michael Wolfsmith, Vicky's <laughs> son, called it mid on um, Instagram <laughs> stories recently. <laughs> I mean, having been there, I would not say max. Yeah. So they have one mid. Yeah, definitely mid. Now, do you think what's interesting is like there was a time, I think, like around 2020 when there was a big drumbeat, and I'm sure I was one of the people yeah. being like, People like Kelly Dodd, people like Ramona, people like Vicky shouldn't be on this show. Right. And it's interesting in this moment right now with Ramona coming back for Ultimate Girls Trip and seeing Vicky right now that I feel like as a whole, the fandom has come around on recognizing the fact that like we actually like seeing problematic people on these shows. What's interesting with that, however, is like the, the current news cycle around Aaron and the Trump donation and stuff. Cause like, it's almost like the OGs kind of can get away with it a little bit because like, we just, we expect you to be this. You put in the work of making great television. Yeah. Whereas like this new person, it's like, Oh, we liked you. Like, why, why'd you do that? But this also gives us a topic for the reunion for Aaron. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. It's like an interesting conversation because people who are part of the drumbeat who are saying that kind of stuff are making, like you said, exceptions for certain people just based on longevity or whatever. Like if you really want to drill down and go through everyone's donations and boycott every show that features one of these people, (laughs) then good luck. You're only watching two cities. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Why don't we wrap this up with our freak of the week and the one true queen Diving into a, a city we have not heard from in a minute, mm. Real Housewives of Miami. Look for, up their donations, too, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't want Afraid. to. No, you don't. Especially one of our faves. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, okay, Freak of the Week, Lenny Hochstein. <laughs> so he announced his engagement online this week, and there's like a whole photo shoot on a cliff to me besides just like this engagement occurring in and of itself, one of the freakish moments of it, the comment left by Marina Hochstein that said the following, I will be very happy that this time you are getting a woman who you love and respect you. You certainly did not have that in your previous marriage. Good luck. Congratulations. Which is wild because Marina Hochstein was the one filming with Lisa this past season and yeah. on Lisa's side. Yeah. Well, I mean, she quickly flipped yeah. after that. Well, I have a feeling a check was oh, yeah, yeah. kind of like, <laughs> do, you, do, you want, do you want your life bankrolled? <laughs> so the perfect pairing with this freak is our one true queen, Lisa Hochstein, mm-hmm. with a beautiful Instagram story that says the following. Congrats to my current husband and his mistress on their engagement. That's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, like, playing it well, uh, while posting beautifully 
uh, edited photos from Paris. <laughs> Beautifully with, edited. <laughs> with, with, her, with her new boyfriend. Yeah, I'm... They I'm, were edited for certain. <laughs> they were edited. There were edits made. Um, was it like Rene Graziano edits? No, that's like a... <laughs> no. Then you're in the... What's the Millionaire Matchmaker Lady? Oh, Patty Stanger. Yeah, the Patty Stanger, Rene Graziano is like a special no, category. I mean, Cartoons. Um, wait, uh, Aubrey O'Day. Yes. <laughs> no, Rene? Rene and Patty are truly like... Like artists, Pablo Picasso. <laughs> yeah. Like, like they will die and then get the recognition like Pablo did. Yeah, well. absolutely. Yeah. They look like characters in Kim Kardashian's like app that she used to have. <laughs> I wish that I could see the moment when they put or they or whomever yeah. puts the final touch in the edit and sends it to them, and they're like, "That's it. Yeah. That's perfect. We got, got the shot. shot. Yeah, the there shot. I am. Oh my god! Wow, what a week this week, Evan. What a joy for you to be joining us again." A pleasure, a monumental week. You're bringing us the tea from Jill Zarin's event, and oh yeah, and that gift bag. <laughs> I gotta tell you, delivered big. I oh got eight of them. <gasps> so what's five thousand times eight? Forty five hundred? No. I can't do math. <laughs> is what like what is, what is like what is like the best takeaway from the bag? Um, a lot of skincare. Yeah. Mm. Just like a bath in it. A lot of like vaginal wellness. Oh, my oh God. that'll be great. <laughs> yeah. Um, Popsicles? <laughs> a lot of uh, vitamins and like mm. turmeric supplements. And yeah, nothing of like particular value. If mm. you know yes. What I mean. Okay, okay. Um, well, subscribe to Shut Up Evan and drop your buffs. Yeah. I mean, the, and just like that conversation there is. Chef kiss. I love the the POV of your co-host who has never seen a stitch of Sex and City. Maybe one episode. Yeah. Yes, and fans of Deja the View, the premiere podcast about the View, mm. might recognize the co-host. Yeah, mm. love that. And also, stay tuned. In the coming weeks, I will have an, uh, my very first uh, house 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 guest <laughs> housewife that will appear on Shut Up Evan. Oh my God. We. We'll be seated. <laughs> I usually walk while listening to the podcast. Okay, okay. I usually drive, so like, <laughs> I, I'm seated. Uh, I mean, we don't have to tell people where to follow you. They know. Uh, so uh, patreon.com for a pre-show. We're talking about, and just like that there, we're talking about Beyonce. We're talking about everything. And just like, comment, subscribe, heart, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Come through, Queen. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 